You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. Stories Radio. This is session 245. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on? It's Thursday night. It is Thursday. Right here under the lights. Oh, we got a crowded studio today. Don't we, though? This is awesome. Awesome. Looking forward to it. It is. These two guys we got tonight, man, they just bring pure joy wherever they go. (laughs) They've been on before. Yes, they have. What's going on over there, Mikey? It's Thursday night. Well, I know that. (laughs) What else is going on? Um... I don't know. I just um, had a, a a tough week, and uh, I'm glad it's uh, Thursday night, and I'm here. Help me get. We're the, glad you're here too. Absolutely. What are you drinking? Diet Coke. Oh, some kind of colored cup it, or something. It is. It's a color changing. Look like chainsaw oil or something. I wasn't <laughs> quite sure. It does look like that. Yeah. Yeah. Start a new diet or something. Boy, that would do it, wouldn't it? <laughs> Chainsaw oil. <laughs> I'm doing the two cycle diet. Yeah. That's me. Well, all right. Well, we got any uh, any new likes? Facebook. We sure do. What's that looking like? So, uh, our one of our previous guests. We want to say thank you to Donald Miller. Donald Miller. Donald Man, Miller. I thoroughly enjoyed him. Didn't yes, you? he was. He was great. I tell you, we had a ton of folks tuning in too. Well, he's got he's got a bigger say. following than he thinks. He does. I mean, he propped his phone up there and we did the Facebook live and there's just people all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So thank you, Donald Miller. Yes, sir. Thank you. Not everybody says yes. And we also want to say thank you to Melody Dancy. Thank you, Melody. Thank you, Melody, for liking us on Facebook. Yeah. Welcome to the GSR family. So who we got in the studio today? Oh, man. I love these brothers. And they both have been on maybe even collectively. I don't know. Well, I know it was a joy to hear you guys last time, and we're definitely excited to hear you talk about your podcast with us and kind of share a little bit about that. So we just want to welcome to the God Stories Radio Studio, John Durham and Ray Flannery from The Battle Podcast. They're hosts of The Battle Podcast. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I had to do it in honor of The Battle Podcast. Well, welcome, guys. (laughs) Well, we sure appreciate you guys having us here tonight. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, we've been looking forward to it and I've just been hearing great things about your guys's podcast. So I'm really excited to learn a little bit more. Yeah, it's been really, it's been awesome. I mean, we've, I think we just dropped episode 11. So we're uh, 11 episodes in it. We dropped episode nine and recorded up to 11. Okay. We've recorded up to 11 and we've dropped episode nine been corrected by Ray Ray all day. <laughs> so, so what are your handles? Ray Ray all day for Ray. And I'm just John. I mean, I don't, I'm not special like Ray. Uh, just John. No, I'm just John. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a handle, you know? Well, I'm, I, I've got a few different, you know, handles. I mean, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the fat guy that works on the toilets. I'm the guy that chases the ice cream <laughs> truck. Uh, I'm the guy that smells like bacon when I sweat. Uh, I'm that guy. Ray's a humanitarian that's always working on deer pens and mowing grass and building barns. I mean, and pergolas. <laughs> I guess he's working on a pergola here. Wow. Uh, so, but yeah, we've, uh, it's really kind of, to be honest with you, what's really cool is that our podcast really stemmed from this podcast, to be honest with you, because um, for, for a number of years, you know, I've been involved in the men's ministry at our church and I felt that there's a great need for men to kind of have a, I don't know, a kind of a, an outlet for guys to talk about the real stuff, the real rooted stuff that matters. And, you know, I mean, church is, is, is great. And we talk about a lot of things at church, but I think sometimes a man needs to be talked to like a man. And so, and talked about certain things that a lot of guys don't maybe feel comfortable about talking about in certain settings. So uh, years ago, uh, a group, myself and a few guys got together and we were working on a project called War. And we were actually on God Stories Radio. Mm -hmm. And the vision at that point in time was to do like a, you know, retreat. Mm -hmm. And uh, we ended up having when we kind of, we joined with the church and we, instead of doing war, we ended up with the retreat called the, called Aware. We had about 65 guys show up and, uh, but I, I just felt this burning inside me that God says it's supposed to be more. And so uh, he just put it on my heart that, uh, you know, we as men face and, and even ladies, you know, we face a battle every single day of our lives. And I started thinking, wow, I mean, we are, we're in the midst of a battle and that's really what we need to be focused on and talking about. I really I really just love the name of the podcast, you know, the battle, because it's just so very ex explanative of what you're going through. Every day is a battle, whether you're male or female. But I love the fact that you guys have this sort of like virtual brotherhood going because I've seen you guys live it out in real life. And it's really a cool thing. Yeah, that's the whole thing is we wanted to make sure that we're meeting the guys where they're at. We didn't want to soften anything up. We didn't want to, you know. We didn't want to be sissified, not sissa, yeah. Yeah. sissy. Oh yeah, yeah. and I if say you sissified, he says sissified. No, we got that backwards. No, you, you better, better back. you better recognize. Come on now, yeah, you know better. <laughs> if you listen, yeah. if you listen to our podcast, you guys will you guys will pick up on something. You guys of those will recognize a lot of terms yeah. if you listen. Yeah, yeah, they come around. That's for sure. But yeah, we wanted to meet the guys where they're at. We didn't want to soften it up. You know. Well, I think that with guys, you know, you talk to a man like a man. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when you're in an, in an environment like church, um, there's a lot of plastic sometimes that, that happens, you know, where people are trying so hard to be good and trying to be righteous and trying to be holy that the realness kind of gets stripped away a little bit. And, you know, 
guys don't sit around and say, let's go kick some butt or let's go kick some booty. That, that just doesn't happen. That's not how guys mm-hmm. talk. So on our podcast, we're a lot more direct and we, we say things like men say, and we talk like men and, and we address issues like men. And we talk about the things that men deal with. Right. In real life experiences too. You know, we're not just talking about, you know, what could happen, what might happen. We're talking basically from our own wisdom, from our own experience. Yeah. What is happening? I really think it's important to be authentic like that because people can smell it from a mile away mm-hmm. when you're not, you know, especially something as sensitive as a men's podcast, because guys will tune you out pretty quickly. Yeah. You can't candy coat it. No, you can't. And, and to be honest with you, it's been a huge growth process for us. And what I mean by that, when we first started the podcast and we, we went through our first two few episodes. And when you listen to it, you're going to see that it, as you go from one to nine, it's been a huge progression. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing for us is we were trying so hard to find our own identity mm-hmm. because we had been, you know, in the involved in so much church ministry and, and involved with the way that the church does things that we almost started handcuffing ourselves mm-hmm. to, to, to those ways. And it's funny. I mean, it's a men's podcast, but it was really the thing that a woman had said to me that really impacted me the most. It was my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had listened to one of the episodes and she said to me, she said, it's, you know, it's, it's got great content and it's got a good flow and you and Ray sound good together. She goes, but that's not what you said you were going to do. And I was like, Whoa, like, what do you mean? She goes, it's just, it's not intense enough. It's not aggressive enough. It's too watered down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Wow. I mean, we started thinking, I mean, we were, we were talking about a lot of great topics, but what it had become was becoming, it was a, was a really cool Bible study. And our, our thought is, is we want to reach as many men as we possibly can. And by no means will we ever remove God from the equation, because that's the most important thing to us. But we also have to understand where men are at and we don't want to deter other men from listening to what we have to say, because we don't want them to think, well, it's just another Christian podcast. Um, not that there's anything wrong with being a Christian podcast. Just a couple of holy rollers. Yeah. And so we started to ask ourselves some tough questions. You know, what are we trying to accomplish here? Why are you even having this podcast? We want, we want to help men. I mean, I'm tired of seeing men struggle. I'm tired of watching young men coming up and not meeting the, the the criteria, but in the same token, not being taught how to be men. It's it's just a total unfair expectation that we're putting on them. And, you know, our my gen, I'm 45, going to be turning 46. And I think about me as a father bringing up my son. And I, and I recognize there are things that I screwed up, that I made my son softer. Uh, there are things that I could have done to press him or push him in a certain direction. I really just, I didn't do that because I wanted to be uh, loving and compassionate and understanding and all those, you know, uh, forgiving and merciful, all those great attributes of God. But I lost sight of, in some instances, the fact that God was firm. Mm -hmm. God is direct. God is just. God has expectations. Mm -hmm. God doesn't play games. Mm -hmm. And God holds us to a certain standard. And God will correct. And God will rebuke. I mean, we can't be just part of that. We have to be all of that. All right. I think, uh, like you said, your, your age and that many years ago, how you were brought up and everything else. I think this day and age, it's even worse. 
I, you know, it's funny. I had a conversation today with some guys at work and we say, we were talking about this and I said, we say it's worse, but really is it? I mean, we, I think because of social media and the access that our kids have to the outside world through, you know, electronics and stuff, we magnify things. But I mean, when I was eight, I was walking to the store and buying cigarettes for my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? And now we get nervous letting our kids walk around the neighborhood. I mean, I think this is this hypersensitivity that we've created our generation, my generation. I can't speak for anybody else's, but I think that we've created that has softened our children. Like we don't allow them to experience, we were talking about on one mm-hmm. of our podcasts, pain or discomfort or, you know, friction in life. And it, it, it doesn't help them. It hurts them. Mm-hmm. Help them make their own decisions. Yeah. The other thing that we like to push too is the, uh, the need for mentorship, which just isn't out there anymore. You know, we well, that's, talk- kind of, that's kind of sort of, I was saying in this generation, there isn't much. The fathers are few and far between. Yeah. We had some stats on that, on the amount of uh, divorced families and separate families and families without fathers and stuff like that. And yeah, it's uh it's, it's staggering. It's alarming. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So that's the other reason for doing this is to try to kind of force the other guys to start mentoring, you know, whoever's listening to this, to our podcast, take it and share that wisdom with somebody younger than them, you know, or even older than them that just hasn't gone through it, you know, help mentor them, show them the right way, mm-hmm. get them moving in the right path. Well, I, we say this on the heart, but you are your brother's keeper. You say you're not, but you are. I mean, we're responsible to one another. I mean, I think that even in the church has been a huge disservice because there's a lack of mentorship. And when you look at the American church today, there's a certain look that they're looking for. It's 30 something. Yep. Um, And what happens is, is we've lost a sense of respect and a sense of admiration for the older men of our church. And instead of showing them honor and respect. We want to push them in a corner and make pretend they're not there. And instead of empowering them and saying, look, we need you men to step up and help us younger men to help the younger men to help the younger men Mm. become real men. And, but the problem is, is when, when the church itself does that to some degree, it makes those men feel insignificant. And then they're already feeling checked out. So now they've got to, they got to pass. Hey, I can check out. They don't even need me. I mean, what do I, I'm just, I'm just going to show up to group or whatever, do what I got to do. And, but it's the, that demasculization though, right. that's the, what we don't talk about. Yeah. And yeah. it's real. It's easy to check out, but what it does to them emotionally and physically, mentally, it's devastating. I just think mentorship is so key um, and so important in men and women's lives. But, you know, I'm the mother of two boys and I see how critical mentorship is for them. Um, And, you know, there are times in your life, like when you've been a single mom, you can't get mentorship for them. You know, you're desperately crying out for it and you can't get it. Um, And, you know, there's no one that I can point a finger to other than myself because, you know, some choices you make last with you for the rest of your life, whether you like it or not. And it's an unfair expectation for you, Tina. I mean, I'm just being straight with you. And, yeah. you know, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart on behalf of men, we, we owe women like yourself an apology because men need to step up. They need mm-hmm. to get up and they need to man up. And the problem is, is that 
when we put women in a position to try to raise men, that's not going to happen. It's, it's not fair to you. I mean, I know my mother was a single parent, you know, and we talked about this on one of our episodes, um, a little bit about it, but you have a couple of dynamics that happens. The woman either overcompensates mm-hmm. because she feels guilty, right? So she babies and coddles and, and takes, gives the kids whatever they want, or she she's real needy because she's either lost that from her husband or the man that's supposed to be representing that in her life. Now she's trying to draw that from her sons mm-hmm. or she's over the top overbearing and controlling. Right. Because she can't relax because she's trying to, she's trying to fill a role that God didn't create her to fill. Nope. And meanwhile, the father and the fathers that we have, and we went to statistics, 51% of African-American males don't have fathers in the home. 37% of Latino males don't have fathers in the home. 27% of Caucasian males, you see the 27 to 23, don't have fathers in the home. Well, like I was telling Ray and Fritz, when you look at the fact that America is primarily Caucasian, you can say, well, it's the percentage is less, but that's a whole lot more people. Right. We got an epidemic mm-hmm. and we're putting a and lot of weight on women and it's not, right. it's not right. And down the road, that's going to look pretty bad. It, it, it start, you can see it already. already. Right. It's like we say, you know, we got these young boys coming up and we get aggravated because they're soft. Well, who right. made them that way? We mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Wrapped them in bubble wrap. We either, yeah, we either, yeah. we either, you know, better than even checked out. They don't want to get involved. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, they, they, they're, they're, they're over, over lovey dovey. And we've a lot, there's a sense of balance. And we talking about this right. day at lunch today with a, sorry, but um, we've lost a sense of balance because we've gone from one end of the spectrum all the way to the other. We went from fathers, not showing any love, any compassion, not saying I love you or anything. So now we're fathers are, that are involved over the top, too compensating, too giving, too loving. We got to find that balance as men to raise men up young boys up to be men. Mm-hmm. It's like you said earlier, you know, Jesus was loving. He was compassionate. He was caring, but he was also firm. He laid down the law. He told you what had to happen. We've lost, like you said, that sense of balance. You know, we've been taught only the love and care and nurture and all that. And the realness has been kind of pushed back to the, to the back. So you've got to find that balance. And there, there was a situation where, I knew a single mom that was having issues with her kid and, you know, in men's group, we kept talking, Oh, I'll pray for you. I kept telling her, I'll pray for you. I pray for her, pray for you. We did for like three weeks straight in our Bible, in our men's group, talking about how we're responsible for, you know, mentoring others. And it took three freaking weeks, but it finally clicked. You know, I was like, praying isn't all I have to do. I have to actually go there and help. I have to do something. I have to say something. I have to be a mentor. Right. So, I mean, it, it happens. Well, if you look at the picture, unfortunately, that we paint of Jesus in the church today, that's part of the problem. Oh, that was my next question. <laughs> Do you think the modern day church, and I say modern day because I really don't know how to categorize the church as we know it today, except for modern day. Do you think that they play a big role in this demasculization of the men. I do. I think, I think so. And I'm not saying that 
Look, I'm not bagging on any, on churches. I, I go no, to no, church. I, I mean, that church. wasn't the purpose know, of the but, question but, either. But but I'm just saying before I say what I want to say, because I'm a pretty direct person. I, I do. I, I think that that's one of the major problems because we, first of all, you go to a lot of churches, don't even have men's groups. Mm-hmm. They're not even existent. Okay. True. So you, you go into this church, you're a man. And the picture of Jesus that's painted for you is this lovey-dovey guy mm-hmm. holding bunnies and lambs and little children. Mm-hmm. And he's got flowing hair and crystal blue eyes. And it's all about love and, and all those things, right? And a man looks down and he goes, well, I don't, I don't identify with that. Mm-hmm. I don't identify with that, with that dude. I mean, that, that's and, – and we lose and we don't focus in on the masculinity of Christ. Uh, we forget that he was the lion of Judah, yeah, yes. it's like, where is the whole Old Testament, you know, because they're just only focusing on the New Testament. Mm-hmm. That one picture that he just painted. And, and, and you're 20 something years old and you walk into a church and this is what you, you walk in. There's all kinds of women's groups. There's all kinds of kids groups. There's hardly anything for men. And then you walk in, you're already feeling awkward. You realize there's nothing for dudes. And then you get introduced to this guy, Jesus, right? That's feminine. Hmm. I mean, guys don't relate to that. So that's why you see dudes hanging out at bars and, and all these other places, because they need that masculinity that we're not, we're not pushing that out there enough, in my opinion. Well, Jesus isn't feminine. He's <clears throat> been feminized. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Get, I'm glad you said that, Ray, because that is it's a good point. Put the nail yes. in the coffin. Yeah, on that. Yeah. Jesus was no punk. I'm, I mean, he's not, he was a man's man and people forget that. And we want to soften that. And this is why, like, when you look at, when I was talking earlier about raising my son, when I look back on it in retrospect, I go, why was I this way? It's because when you come from living a life of heathenism <laughs> you know what I mean? and you've lived this bad no, life, we don't know what you mean. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you live this life of, of this worldly life and you wanting so desperately to be a good man, you focus on all these other things and, and you lose the realness. It becomes plastic and you're trying so hard to be good. And you forget being real. Like my son's 19. I mean, I can't tell my son, Hey, little buddy, can you get up and take out the trash? I mean, that don't work anymore. No, no. I mean, he needs dad to look at him and say, get up and go take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, this isn't a, <laughs> you know, this isn't a democracy here. I mean, that's your job. Go do it. You know, and a boy especially wants to be talked to like a man. You don't want to be talked to like a little boy. Now, mama can talk to him that way because mama's nurturing and loving and all those things. And that's great. But daddy, daddy can't be, daddy's going to be treating him and raising him up to be a man because someday he's going to be leading his own home and his own family. And he needs to be able to stand firm and stand confident in who he is as a man. Yeah. He's not expecting that from mama. He's expecting that from dad. And it's hard. Like I, like I tell my wife, don't, I don't need you to fill that role because that's not you. Mm-hmm. That's that's me. And that's why going back to what Tina's saying, it's hard when you're a single parent, you got to play both roles. And mm-hmm. I've noticed like with my boys that they reject it anyway. So they aren't even interested in what comes out of my mouth. Can I can I tell you something? Yeah. Just being straight, because I grew up in a home with a single parent. When you're a young man, you don't want to be talked to that way by a woman. And I'm not saying that in a a derogatory way towards women. I'm not trying to say that anything derogatory towards women at all. I'm just being straight. When you're a young teenage boy, you do not want to be talked to like a man by a woman. 
it will get rejected. There's something about you. A boy is more receptive to take it from a man. Um, when I was growing up, because of the lack of the man in my house, it, it it left not only the house but in school. Like I had issues dealing with female teachers because I didn't like mm-hmm. to be told what, what to do, do by by mm-hmm. a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Because you know I had lacked that father in the home so much that there was a there was a hardening and a resentment that was brought up, mm-hmm. and it um, keeps going. And 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 excuse me for saying it like this, but the women pay hell, man. They stay, they stick it out. They're there through thick and thin, and they're the ones that pay the price. And I know my poor mom, <laughs> she wasn't perfect either. <laughs> you have to listen to a few of the episodes, but yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't easy. And I wasn't easy on her either. And so, and it wasn't anything, and a lot of times too, is the mother takes the brunt of the pain. The loss, the, 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 the boy is feeling rejected by the father. There's a lack there. There's questions within himself. And mom is the one who he tends to lash out at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lived it. My father was married three times, had seven sons. Oh, my goodness. So there was 13 of us at one time. <laughs> I can remember that wait till your father gets home actually meant something. Yeah. Did that meant nothing house. to me because my father wasn't coming home. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. My mom wow. would call, I'm calling your dad. And it's like, my dad lives in Washington State. What's he going to mm-hmm. do? Yeah, my right. son's always joking. He's like, yeah, my dad went for milk like 20 years ago. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. came back. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's a it's a joke, but it's really it's not. It's not it's, it's, because that's there's something that's festered inside there. Yeah. That there's a rejection feeling there. Right. And then you know and then if the other part is is when we talk about blended families and another man comes in and then there's rejection there because well you're not my dad. Right. You know, see I, I under I relate with all this stuff because this is how I grew up. I was that 14 year old boy that didn't want it. I wasn't hearing it. I was about to have it. Um Unfortunately, I never had a man. My mother never brought a man in the house that stayed long enough that I had enough respect for to develop that relationship. Mm-hmm. With. Um, yeah. And we talked about it in the last Then you podcast. start to disrespect your mom just for doing that. Right. And you're like, no, I'm never going to get attached to yeah. anybody. It changes in a week. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of, as you guys can see, there's just a lot of things unpack. I mean, that's just one topic, you know? And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And these are the things that we're trying to bring to the forefront for men to talk about it. And we want to talk to guys like guys. So, I mean, do we say, you know, some words that you normally wouldn't say on this podcast? Yeah, but we're not throwing F-bombs or anything like that. But, you know, we talk very direct and, and I can be very direct with what I'm saying because I know as a man how men talk and how men want to be talked to mm-hmm. like men. Yeah. Another thing that we also address is uh, the worldly issues. So you asked about, you know, is the church somewhat responsible for the the feminization of men? A lot of that is also TV, movies, mm-hmm. all that. The I way agree. The, the way the yeah. dads are represented. So, you know, in our podcast, we, we address that as well as far as, you know, what are we to do? You know, because you look at it, you know, look at The Simpsons, look at, you know. Family guy. Yeah. yeah married with children, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, dad's a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and like the the percentages that John rolled off before, that uh, that don't are being raised without a father. Um, I think it was uh, Eldridge that a woman cannot emancipate a male. Right. So you got all those percentage of people coming up or boys 
Oh, and the way, the way up. and the way that the world paints what a, what is a man. I mean, these boys think that it's about picking up chicks and having money. I mean, my son's you know nineteen, so dad, I gotta I'm gonna get me a Bugatti and I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing this and wearing that. And I'm like, for what? Like, what do you think that that's gonna bring to you in your life? We'll have a nice car. I'm like, dude, you have to understand that life is about people. It's not about things. And and the world is teaching our children. And pushing that on our kids so much. And if we don't, if we are not engaged as parents or fathers, I mean, the world's going to tell them another way. And so you see that other swing where guys are out womanizing and, 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 you know, and getting women pregnant and walking away from relationships. And I mean, I think we got, I think the highest percentage now of, you know, non-marital pregnancies in the history of our country. I mean, these things are happening and it's all, it's on the norm. I mean, it's normal. Yes. Marriage today is a joke. Mm-hmm. These kids. Yeah, we're getting constantly told by the TV and by the world to consume, 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 consume. Get the Bugatti, get the big house, get this, get that. You, you know, you deserve it. You earned it. You owe, you know, it's mm-hmm. owed to you. You do it. And the Bible teaches the exact opposite. It's do for others. Do, 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 do. Well, it's, selfless, it's selflessness. Exactly. And the world teaches us selfishness. And that, mm-hmm. and that's the battle that we're in. That's, that's exactly the battle, you know, you know, the world's telling you to do, you know, consume, consume, consume. But we know that we are to do, 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 die unto self, do for others. And it's a nasty, dirty battle, bloody yeah. and vicious. And we downplay it so much in our culture and our society today. It's 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 a cry and shame. It's almost like, you know, they're even saying that a certain percentage, I think it was 30 or 40 percent of Christians don't even believe in the devil. <laughs> they don't even believe the devil exists. Why do they need to? You know, so. I mean, these are people that call themselves Christians. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically wow. God's a liar and his word's not true mm. because, but this is the, this is the mentality that we live with. And why? Because if there's no devil, there's no consequence. Mm. I can do whatever I want. Mm. And I don't have to worry about it. You know? And so that's what the world wants to tell you, you know, do what you can, when you can to whoever you want, you ain't, you know, take, take what you can fill your pockets. You know, it's all about you. My daughter has a saying, <laughs> she always says, dad, I'm living my best life. Like, what does that look like besides a duck face on a on a selfie? <laughs> I mean, it's like I mean, she's over there looking like Donald Duck on a selfie, and she, that's the new thing. Like, Dad, I'm living my best life. I'm like, that's selfies is such a lie, you know. Did and, you have another life prior that you lived that wasn't so hot or what? I mean, yeah, this, I mean this is the best life. Or? This life isn't good enough. You need another one. <laughs> but it, that's what they that's what they they getting told. That's what they're being taught. I mean. I mean, they got things like likes and streaks and all these things that yeah. the pressure, you know, these young girls. I mean, if you're a young girl and you put out a picture of yourself and, and you don't get any likes, well, now you're devastated because now you feel like people think you're ugly or not attractive or you're not worthy. And I mean, it's a, it's it's disgusting and, yeah. it really, and it's scary. And and it's our job as men, like uh, Pastor Chris Bone told us, he goes, we've got our kids and our daughters living for likes when they should be living for love. Mm-hmm. And we need to teach them that likes mean nothing. Live for love. Mm-hmm. Love and love well. Everything's disposable now, man. Just marriages are disposable. You do you, boo. I yeah. mean, if, if you don't like it, move on. Well, even with my, even, you know, what I've come to learn with my daughter, for instance, you can be as engaged as you possibly can. You can talk to them, you can love on them, you can be there for them, but they're always going to, there's always going to have a desire for other things because of the world that we live in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I can tell her she's beautiful all day long, but 
she wants to hear that from a 17, 18 year old boy. Well, you have to, cause you're her dad. Right. And so we pour all this into them and, and the hope and the prayer is, is that what we're feeding them or building into them is self-confidence and they have, you know, self-esteem and all those things so that they don't have to rely on somebody else to make them feel good about themselves. But mm. the reality of it is, is that no matter how much you do that, they still have that element that they, they battle with and they deal with on, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Right. And like Ray said, you know, when you should tell your daughter that you love her and continue to do that because if you don't, that 17 year old will. Yep. Somebody yeah. will. And, and again, when we have these 17 year old boys and ain't being raised up to be right, to be good men, Love don't mean love anymore. No. Nope. Love means I like you a lot for right now and might not like you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you tell a girl you love her, you know, that means something to a woman. Right. You know, and unfortunately for men, a lot of men, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's just well, something. It's a, just a word. It's yeah. a tool to use to to try to get close to a, to a beautiful female. Get what well, it's, a, it's a try before you buy mentality. Yeah. Right. To get what you want. Yeah. Nowadays, that's for sure. Um. I wanted to kind of jump back just a little bit to kind of give everyone here at the, at the table their props because this kind of spurred us all on. You know, you guys had me on as a guest. GSR had me on on a guest a couple of times. And when John was out looking, you know, to start this podcast and the whole goal was so that we could meet men on the ground floor with no ifs, ands, or buts about it, you know? Well, it's funny because if it wasn't for Fritz, I mean, because I, I, I I get these wild thoughts and I says, I call Fritz, Hey bro, nah, you know, you want to, want to get together and uh, I want to talk to you about something. Can we have breakfast or something? We, we got, he together. had me a breakfast, dude. I was, I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get to the house up in here. It wasn't IHOP. No, no. no. <laughs> Kiki's was a real deal, baby. I had, dollar. I had an agenda. Yeah. Holla, holla. But we were talking and I was telling him kind of laying out what I wanted to do and what I was looking at doing. And, I told him, I said, you know, I'm looking for a co-host. And, you know, he told me, he said, well, I'm, I'm doing other things. I, 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 I'm like, well, I understand that. I just, he's, I just want to pick your brain. And, and he said, yeah, yeah, I got a guy that's perfect. Cause you ever thought about Ray Flannery? And I'm like, Ray, Ray all day. Well, you won Ray, Ray all day. He <laughs> <laughs> was Ray, Ray half a day. Then, hey. At that point, time. Well, yeah. he's throwing that Ray Ray around now, but boy, he lost it on the second episode, didn't oh, he? Oh, man. He, he was, had to bring him back. He was trying to dump that call sign. <laughs> uh, trying to dump it, man. He kept on saying, well, uh, maybe I ought to do this one. Maybe I ought to do that one. Leave it alone. You're Ray Ray all day. That's who you are. Just deal with it. Just own it. Yeah. And so he, he said, hey, you ever think about Ray? And I said, you know, Ray and I go way back. Yeah. I mean, we we met at a men's group on Monday night. What We figured it was 10 years ago. Right, right. So ten years we you know in the making and, and it, was, it was funny because when we looked at the the, the logo that I had for the the battle podcast it's a it's a Celtic logo and Ray's last name's Flannery and my name's Durham and Irish so we're both Irish my fa- my father's family grew up in South Boston got a shout out to the Southies out there you know what I'm saying that guy <laughs> but uh, where the khakis yeah where the khakis you don't know anything about that right? <laughs> no I don't stick with your redneck thing don't mess with them. yeah. <laughs> You uh-huh. guys don't know nothing about that up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't take any credit for that. When the Lord drops something in your spirit, it just happens that fast. And Ray came into my brain and I said, I got the guy, yep. you know, that's uh, all, all Jesus all the time. Yeah. And, and, it, and it, like I said, it's been a progression, you know, we're, we're moving through this thing and we're working out the kinks and trying to find ourselves in the midst of this too. So yeah, exactly. Cool. And the cool part is, is that we both have the same ultimate goal, but we're two completely different type people. You know, like you said, you're Southie 
I'm, you know, Southern redneck, basically. You, you're the yin to my yang. (laughs) You're the rubber to his ducky. Yeah. You're my suds to my duds. So everybody listening right now has to go to the battle podcast to figure out exactly what we're talking about. So we'll keep dropping these little bombs on you and you're just going to be itching to go to the battle podcast so you can pick up on them. Yeah, especially if you're a man and everybody's got the struggles. We know you do. So you might as well tune in Yeah, the I- battle podcast. They're, they're on Spotify. They're on uh, Libsyn, iHeartRadio. No, nope, not quite iHeartRadio. Uh, to iTunes, radio.com. But they're all over. Well, it's funny. My, you say that too, Fritz, because my cousin, she's a female, and she was listening to it. And I said, well, you do know that this is a man's podcast. And it was the episode about the statistics about, you know, single parents, men not being in the home, father, no, fatherlessness in, in the home. And then she said, you shouldn't, you know, shrink your audience. She goes, because it hit her home for me because she was a single mom. Right. And so she related to what we were talking to in that specific episode. You know, so. Well, and that's another reason why I put uh, the podcast in the category of family. That way, if there are females out there searching and they come across it, I, because I think there are a lot of topics that you guys discuss that are very pertinent to females and to family, single females especially. Well, I just want to put this out there. We're not a dating site. Uh, we don't have guys. We don't have a few guys. We can, you know, good guys in the background. But they know some good ice cream trucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, it, but, it, but if you do have some, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, you know, early late teens, you know, it might be good for them to hear. Yeah. You know, if you're a single mom. Get them early. Absolutely. Yeah. Get them early. Yep. Was that the ice cream truck? No. No? Somebody here. You sure? Nah, what am I questioning John for? Come on. Dude, I'm changing things up. I told you. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm paleo. He came now, in bro. with all this. Uh, paleo. This, uh, I've been on the treadmill for three days. Of the treadmill. Yeah, three days. I'm dying over here. So you took the, you took, you took the, the clothes off of it and you <laughs> yeah. scooshed everything off to the uh, side? I think it was a workout cleaning it off. <laughs> that was one day. So that was like a full, a full, full, you know, full fledged exercise for the day, right? Yeah, there. that was it. One day. So that was one day's exercise. So he's replaced the bacon with the garlic. Yeah. <laughs> I can still eat bacon on paleo. You know, just, yeah. Just can't have any bread. Paleo. Yeah, I'm going paleo. What, paleo? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. You know, I saw I saw the best thing is I, I eat meat and veggies, array, baby. But I don't meat, veggies, and, and, and fruit, baby. I'm going. Right. I'm trying well, to go, I'm Ray Flannery. I'm coming after. Him. Uh, you know, you know how we do it down south, man. <laughs> we pick fresh fresh vegetables every day, right? Then we feed them to the pigs, and they convert it to bacon. <laughs> yeah. So we got it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> got a monopoly on that. Don't yeah, you, you better redneck and nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to welcome everybody on Mixlord tonight. There's a, a bunch of folks I can see. Jay Calhoun, Joseph Ormsby, Angie Moore. Welcome. Well, you dialed into a good one tonight. You're listening to John and Ray Ray all day of yeah. the Battle Podcast. And we're here and here talking about life, men, family, all kind of crazy hurts and hangups. Yeah, and I want to thank you guys for having us on. Really appreciate it, you know. Uh, we've we've dropped y'all a couple times on our podcast as well because uh, without you guys we wouldn't be here. Yeah, that's that's keeping it one hundred right there. Yeah, and we uh, appreciate that. Us. Oh, and a mad, and another thing I wanted to bring up, Mikey kind of mentioned it. They're coming up on a uh, another anniversary. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody said what Saturday? Saturday would be seven years. Oh yeah, and. Uh, if I didn't know any better, that's the number of completion. 
Yes, it is. Yeah. I yeah. hope hope we're not completing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I tell you what, I've, I'm, I'm one of the listeners who have listened to all of the GSRs, all of them. And to this day, I'm still listening to every single one of them. So Ray it, Ray was our first serial listener, I think. Maybe. He's getting the t-shirt. I think so. Yeah, He's I getting the so. t-shirt. But I know Robert Herman was Robert right behind Herman, me. Behind, right Robert behind was you. right behind you. Yep. yep. And I've heard there's now probably what three or four more now that have gone through and listened I to everything. Think so Lee Phillips. Lee Phillips. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's impressed me a lot. You know, you guys for the first couple of years, you know, looking for the you know people to respond and hey, you know, are you there? Are you listening? Give us you know, give us some shout outs. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. But you just persevered, 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 and now it's a hundred and what? It's inspiring. It's inspiring. 190? 109 countries. countries. That's just, that's amazing to me. That's awesome. Still blows my mind. Really, really still blows my mind. Really, really does. Yeah, it's amazing. And what was it you were saying that Jesus always said, you will do more than I? Oh, yeah. I told that story about how I was just having the pity party party with with Jesus. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just tired of this mamby-pamby Christian life. You know, when am I going to see some dead raised and stuff like this? And he, he did it. You could tell he's got the sense of humor and he, in my mind pops GSR. Oh my gosh, you got me. You're right. Because he spoke, he taught in the synagogues. You know, we talk in this microphone, it's going to 109 countries. Wow. I mean, I would, I would say that was, that's quite a bit more. I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's impressive. Yeah. Right. So I am very honored to have to be on this show with you guys. Hey, so, we're honored to have you guys. Thank you again. We're going to, this will be the first uh, official season seven podcast, episode 245. I think 245. So. Yep. You guys brought in season seven. Wow. And that, isn't that amazing? I, and I, I think you were here for uh, five or six. Yeah, I was here in the, in the humble beginnings when you guys, I remember yeah, when you guys were Yeah, but you celebrated, what five. was it? Uh, I think it was five. It was five. five? Yeah, yeah, it was five. me. Episode was, 200 or something like that? Yeah, yeah something like me, that. me, Ray, and I think it was Dermot here. Yeah, uh, Gary Scott. Gary Scott, yes. Gary right. Scott. I love a little back. That's actually our uh, outro. That Sounds is pretty outro. good, isn't it? That means we talk too dang much. But we're not going to quit there. Yeah. We're going to thank Mike Lohman for that. And he wrote that song. Wow. Yeah. Gifted it to us. Said he's working on two more. Yeah. I believe that was episode 165. Listen to Ray. I think it was. Spout, 160. Ray, Ray's an addict. I'm telling you right now. The stats, he's an bro. Addict. I'm telling you, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was a good night. That was a real good night. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy, man? No, I'm not. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Hey, I had to take my shoes off to count that high, but I did it. Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you have to count your toes? Uh, <laughs> I'd rather not say. Man, when Ray comes in, plops down, put the glasses on. I know he's cereal. Yeah. He's cereal about what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is only because I'm getting old. I'm getting up there. I'm, <laughs> I'm I, rem- I remember when your beard used to be red. Oh, yeah. And I had hair. Yeah. I had some hair up Not there, a whole too. Lot, but you had some. <laughs> I had a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hot on Johnny's heels. All right, man. Well, that's uh, session 245. 245. You betcha.
Go check out the Battle Podcast, the Battle Podcast at gmail.com. Drop them a line. If you got any any questions for these guys, they won't get their feelings hurt. They'd be glad to hear from you. Please go show them some love on Spotify, Facebook. Like them on Facebook. Follow them. This it, it really, really is an amazing podcast. So uh show John and Ray some love as they uh they bring uh just some amazing benefits and help, self-help and well, what do you want to call that? I don't know. For me, it's just more of a, like an awakening. Awakening. Yeah, I like that. I, I think that, you know, my daughter got mad at me last time because I said I want to make sure people get woke, you know. But uh, <laughs> but that really, that's what it is, is, is an awareness and an awakening to what is going on around us as men. And to understand that, you know, you're not the only dude that's going through it. You're not the only guy that's struggling. And you know, it's okay to struggle. What's not okay is not to try to find the help you need Amen. to be the best version mm-hmm. you, you can possibly be for the people that God has entrusted you with, you know, and for the single guys out there, a little shout out. Cause I know we talk a lot about married guys and kids, but that you're not to be exempt from this list. You have responsibilities as a man too, uh, out there in the workplace. Uh, some of you guys are living at home with your parents, be respectful, you know, honor your mother and your father by the way that you, uh, walk out the door and, and understand who you respect and who you represent when you walk out of the world. You know, the only thing we have in this life is our name and make sure you bring honor to it. Cause like I say on the podcast, my friends, that's where the rubber meets the road, mm-hmm. man. That's fantastic. Thank you guys for coming. Ray. I want to apologize for the mic problem though, tonight. Apparently it wasn't supposed to be heard that much. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> Mr. Humble. <laughs> Mr. Call sign over there. <laughs> and for those of you who uh, listen frequently to God Stories Radio, you might want to check out Weed Christian because that is the episode that you and your wife did together, right? Oh, Ray? fantastic episode. Yeah, it yeah. was a really, really yeah, good episode. Out, yeah. So I just wanted to give Sarah a shout out there. <laughs> Sarah, we love you. And that one's going to be around 180, 185. Oh wow, he remembers the numbers. That's awesome. Dude, he's rocking me. I don't know, man. I, I can't. I can't deal with them anymore. That is. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's Ray Ray all year. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, uh, that's impressive. There we uh, go. Hey, funny. thank you all for uh, hanging out with us. And uh, if you've got a testimony or a God story, drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at gmail And with the COVID ban kind of semi lifting, if you'd like to be a guest here, we'd love to have you. That's God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. You can get booked here in person or you can call in. And what else can they do, Mikey? Twit us. They can twit us on the Twitter. And please go over there and uh, press the button, like us on Facebook, keep up with us, and you can submit prayer requests and things there. We just love our GSR family. Thank you to everybody that's been praying for us and supporting us through this whole pandemic nonsense. And uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure to serve you and to be here for you through all this. Go check out the battle podcast. And that about wraps it up for session 245. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless. God bless. God bless.